Hi there. Hopefully I didn't wake you up. If I did wake you up, I'm sorry. I hate to be woken up unexpectedly. But I will have to say, if I did wake you up, then it's probably not my fault. Okay, let's just start with that. We're a podcast. You have to pick and choose. You know, you have to get on the website. You have to go on your phone, whatever. But it may be possible that your roommate, family member, you know, whoever you're staying with, could have blasted me in this episode or just the music as you were sleeping. And in that case, we're just the messenger. Don't blame us. Okay, welcome back to yet another episode of High Voltage with Double A. I am your host, Double A. And let me just say this about sleep. Yes, I know I did an episode about this, but this is probably one of the few episodes I, I would do where I did an episode and I'm backing up my statement with another episode. So if you missed that episode, I forget what number it is. All these numbers just come together. You know, I can't tr- keep track of all of them. We've done a whole lot. And that's been a hell of a journey. But in that episode about sleep, I basically said, I don't understand how people can wake up so damn early. And you could say that wasn't really about sleep. It was just more so that it's it's unbelievable how many people I know that wake up 3 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, even 6 o'clock in the morning. I wake up towards 8 on the weekends past 10. But yet people out of choice like to wake up that early. And that's not I'm not knocking their choice. I'm just like, how the hell can you possibly do that? Like it's me questioning their ability. Like it must be so remarkable for them to do it. Now it's not necessarily about sleep because you can go to sleep for eight hours and wake up that early. You could also go to sleep for five hours and wake up that early. That's why it's so remarkable because either way, you still got to get yourself out of bed. And for me, that has always been an issue regardless what time I wake up unless it's, you know, really late, like 11 a.m. or or noon, whatever. Like I got to get at least 10 hours of sleep. And when I don't, it could be a little bit tough sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. But with this episode, it's more so about backing up that episode with just the fact that you know I do really like sleep and it kind of when I say back up it, it kind of supports like oh now I understand why you don't want to wake up so damn early because as a young guy I don't tend to go to bed that early like the the earliest I can go to bed is maybe 10 30 11 o'clock you I really gotta be tired to go to bed around 9 30 or 10 let me tell you that Because my body is so used to going to bed at midnight or later. And plus, think about it, right? As a guy who's, I don't even know what age I am by this point, maybe 24, 23, maybe something like that. I'm of the mindset that I'm up later. I want to do more stuff, which means, you know, there's be I have to be up and be active more often to get more stuff done. Of course, I could be more efficient, but we can talk about that later which I'm not really good at, but that's nearly here or there. The point is, it does really depend who you are as a person. And with these two episodes, you can tell I am someone who goes to bed late. Again, that's a body thing. Like if I try going to bed tonight at 8 or 9 o'clock, I'm just going to be lying there with my eyes open or even just my eyes closed. And I'm like thinking to myself, anything you know to either try to get me asleep or just knowing that I'm trying to go to sleep, but I'm thinking about other stuff, and it's keeping me from going to sleep. So that's the thing. Everybody's different, and I know that. So these are two episodes basically are just 
supporting, I guess, the kind of person I am. I'm someone that doesn't get up that early. I'm someone that doesn't go to bed that early. And props to you if you can do that. And even props to you if you can go to bed late and still wake up early. That's that's a tough person right there. Mental fortitude. But the reason why I make this episode, that's one reason. But sleep, let me tell you something, is remarkable. And when I say remarkable, I don't want to just keep throwing that word out there. I probably said it three or four times. But really, sleep can do a lot for us. Can do wonders, as some people have said. You can think about it in terms of it it could be like medicine or a cure. Like whenever we're sick... In my case, I guess when I'm sick, it's mostly just I'm run down, lack of sleep, or the weather's changing. Maybe I I caught something from somebody. I don't tend to get sick that often, but I will definitely say that when I am, maybe it doesn't work for others, but it definitely works for me and maybe people like me. I have to sleep, and and the more sleep I get, eventually I get more and more better. So sleep can definitely be a medicine, a way to get me to a state of 100%, which I, w- which I want to be in. I mean, who doesn't want to be 100%? I hate when I'm not 100%. I, I don't like when I'm not capable of doing something because I'm sick. I don't want to get someone else sick or I don't want to make myself feel worse. Sleep is one way to do that. Another reason why sleep is valuable, it makes yourself feel better. Like if you didn't go to sleep for that long... You are very tired, obviously. I'm not sure if people like being tired. I don't think there would be anyone that likes being tired, but you have a better sense of how to go about things, making decisions, your work, you know, whatever. And mentally, physically, you can do more. You can think about more things, not get distracted, or worse, you can, like, you know, go uh, fall asleep. So when you're, you have an ample amount of sleep, you're on your A game. That's not a coincidence. And I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, the reason, the main thing why I'm bringing this up, the root for why am I doing this episode, and I typically do this in the beginning, for some reason, I'm like, you know what, let me just lay things out there and maybe it'll just come to me. A lot of younger people today, and you can even say, you know, if it becomes a habit, then older people would be like this too, or maybe just that you have no choice but to not get a lot of sleep. Okay. But those who do have a choice, and it's mostly younger people like myself, where they say, ah, you know, just F sleep. You know, I'll sleep when, I, when I'm when i dead. You know, like, I want to I do a whole lot. I'm young. I have energy. I don't need that much sleep. It's, it's just dumb. I used to be like this, honestly. Like, maybe even just two years ago. Maybe even a year ago. But I'm not like this now. And the funny part is, I don't, I don't, I think what turned me to the other side was on MLB.com. They had this, this article, this story about some of these athletes that, you know, like what is, you know, your, the biggest thing towards your success, why you're successful or like what's your advice. And some of them, or maybe just they were interviewing one person is sleep. Like I think Nelson Cruz, I think he takes naps before the game. There might, uh, there might, there was, I think there was someone else they interviewed where talking about mental health and and awareness in terms of the ball um like you got you know you got to be on your a game like if you blink the ball goes right by you it just comes in that fast i forget who who it was i for some reason i'm thinking it's from milwaukee brewer i'm not sure it's christian yeldich 
but he said, you know, I perform better with more sleep. And if I don't get in that much sleep, I tend to, you know, do pretty bad. So I do really think that if there's a correlation out there, and I don't know what exactly what the test subjects say. It could be students. It could be, you know, like their grade for the class. Or it could be, you know, how much sleep they get for an entire semester, whatever. There's got to be some kind of correlation. Or even, not even just students, but it could be athletes. It could be those with people performing a job. Like it could be, a whole, there's probably studies out there. So I'm curious about this. The correlation between sleep and performance. And I'm assuming not only is it positive, but it's it's got to be a pretty strong one. And that's, I guess, in bringing up the reason why, you know, like talk about younger kids, people like me and not talk about that much sleep. I guess, you know, the third reason why I'm bringing this up, not just because it, it helps you become healthier and, you know, like uh, it, it makes you feel better, but also you perform better. And like, why wouldn't you want those three things? Like, I get it. You know, is sleep appealing? No, it's not. They might say, "Well, what are you doing when when you when you're sleeping? <laughs> you you have dreams, and and you know you're just there unconscious. It, that's eight hours I could use, or I can use five of those eight hours to do something else." You have to understand that our body should not be taken for granted. A lot of work, a lot of things are done within our body and our brain. It's mostly our brain, if anything. I mean, our body rests, but our brain is still working. But we just need to have a reset. Like, I'll tell you something. When it comes to some of these iPhones, I know some people. And, they, you know, like, their, their battery hits 30%. It could be dead in a minute. That our body is a battery. And it runs pretty low. So you have to respect that. And there's a process. And there's a reason why things are the way they are. And people just forego that. And look, I get it. I can't criticize people. I was there. I was, I was thinking the same way. But I'll just tell you this, as you get older, you're going to understand it more. As you're working in the, in the corporate world or you have a job or, or you know, like, for some reason, I think students don't think like this because they, they feel like they can deal with it better. Like two hours of sleep, oh, I'm still fine. Or I can go 24 hours without sleeping. You know, like, they, like they're fine. They think that they're such a machine that they're capable of doing it that therefore they devalue sleep. But if the point of sleeping is all these things in which I've mentioned in this episode, then why is it that I can do all these things at a pretty high level without getting that much sleep? So basically then their argument is that, oh, I'm the outlier. Okay. There are definitely some outliers. There's always an exception to the rule. I've never been oblivious to that. But you're going to learn it the hard way as you get older. When you're young... You can get away with a whole lot of stuff because your body's not as worn down. It's not being down. I mean, it just like when it comes to mileage or, or the tires, you know, at some point it gets worn down, it wears thin, and it blows a gasket. Your body will be the same way. Eventually, your lack of sleep will catch up with you. So I'm kind of telling you in advance, like you got to have an ample amount of sleep on average so that your body doesn't get injured, you get less sick, you perform better consistently, you feel better about yourself, and you just have a more positive, better outlook of life. I'm telling you, we underestimate sleep. Sleep's a really good thing. And again, you might say, well, what does it exactly do? The, re the 
I, I, I said that before in this episode, and I don't want to repeat myself. What does it do? It does a lot. It's just we don't realize what good it does because we're not really there to witness it. And it's it's almost like restarting your computer. You don't really know what exactly is going on within the computer, but you know something is happening. I mean, you hit the restart button. The same thing with us. When we go to sleep, we we know if like if you woke us up like we were just sleeping. But what happened before we woke up? Our body rests, okay. You could say in a way our body like reset from a hundred to zero in terms of the percentage of our energy. Now it's back up to a hundred, so you could say a reset. But there's things that go on in the body that we don't even I don't want to say experience. Yeah, no, no, I can say experience. Ex- part of having experience is realizing what's going on. And there's things going on in the body that we have no idea about. As we're sleeping, because, I mean, we're unconscious, we're sleeping. There are things that go on in the body that make us feel more energized, or at least supposed to feel more energized if you have enough of it. There's things that go on in the brain that we do not realize. And there are things that go on that we just... Don't give credence to because maybe we just don't know about it yet. Like science, you know, development, whatever. Now, do I know those specific things? I mean, again, you have to let the body run its course. And I don't know what specific things that go on. I know that the blood still flows on, that your heart is still pumping. You know, obviously you're still alive. But there's a process that goes on in the body all the time for the rest of, for, for all of our lives. It goes on. Like what is in your body, what is in your mind and all your body parts, what is going on right now happens as you go to sleep. Now, do we even realize what's going on in our body? No, because we're not like in our body, you can't see any. But that doesn't mean it doesn't go on when our body is still, we're unconscious. Like obviously the, the body goes on forever. Our brain goes on until we die. Sleep is very valuable. Whether or not we know it or like it, we need it. Now, my recommendation, they say seven to eight hours. You can go with that. It really is a preference thing. If you want to go with six hours, hey, you know what, baby steps. Like, I'll, I'll tell people, hey, if you, if you constantly go to sleep for three, four hours, go up to six if you constantly get six hours, go up to seven. It does matter about time and time management. And that is a whole nother factor in this equation here. But again, we are responsible for our sleep. And why do I say that? It's because we mostly got w- waking up by an alarm, which is not healthy. The best natural way of going to sleep is getting woken up just, be, just because, you know, our dream is over or we slept enough or whatever. It is unnatural for the body to be woken up by an alarm. However, with the corporate world and jobs or going to class, you need an alarm. So if you need an alarm, you need to wake up at a certain time. And knowing that you need to wake up at a certain time, you, could, you can determine, okay, what time do I go to bed? Or unfortunately, you may just have to go with, you have to finish some stuff first. And once I do that, I can go to bed. You have to kind of tell yourself, I'm going to aim to go to bed at this time because I want to get seven hours tonight or I want to get nine hours tonight. And it's not easy. I mean, you know, like when you're laying down on the couch or, you know, like you're doing something, you lose track of time. 
And it's always tough because you don't want to, you know, like if you're if you're comfortable, you don't want to just go upstairs, go to bed. You don't want to go home when, you know, you're having a good time. Like, But sometimes you, you have to care about yourself. And this is part of it. It's a big part of it. Sleep helps us way more than you know. And there's, I mean, there's plenty of reasons that science and people have talked about way more than I brought up. The main thing I just, with this episode, is I love saying don't take this for granted. Don't assume this. Don't assume that. Don't just (laughs) devalue sleep. Again, we don't give it enough credit because we don't really know what it does. Like, it's eight hours of our lives where we're not, like, actively, you know, awake and, and living. Obviously, we're still alive, but you know what I mean? Like, part of living is experiencing what's going on. Like, you get to hear and touch and see and feel, but that doesn't happen when you're sleeping. And, and plus, I think sleep can have a negative stereotype or connotation with younger people because it's something that, yes, you do have to do. But what are you accomplishing during that time? Not much. Like, what are you accomplishing? They say, well, I'm not getting my homework done when I'm sleeping. I'm not studying when I'm sleeping. I'm not doing my work as I'm sleeping. But you are accomplishing something. And that's the problem. What you're accomplishing isn't the tangible stuff. The stuff that you want to do. The stuff that you need to do. For whatever, you know, assignments or things that you're attached to whether that's work or class family whatever what you're accomplishing is that you're giving your body a boost you're giving your body a chance to heal a break because life is stressful there's a lot that goes into living on this planet earth you have to respect the process you have to respect that there's a reason why we sleep to begin with Therefore, you gotta get an, a good amount of time doing it. I'm not. I'm not saying you have to sleep 12 hours. I mean, come on. It's not like we're living where you know it's 30 hours a day. I get it, but three hours is not acceptable. Five hours, not really acceptable. Now everybody's different. I understand there that may be the max you could do. That's fine. Try to get the most amount of sleep that you can, but just know that if you're not getting a healthy amount of sleep then you're not reaching your full potential. You're not helping yourself in the future. Like, it's it's almost like it's it's a solution to a lot of people's problems. Like, you hear people complaining, you know, like, why isn't this happening? You know, I'm frustrated with this, I'm frustrated with that. If you sleep more, I bet that you feel better a little bit. And I know I'm someone who likes sleep. Like, it, it feels good to be refreshed. Awaken with what the day has in store. Like, there's definitely been times where I'm frustrated or mad, you know, like, and I go to bed, I'm like, it's it's better to go to bed now, not hang around this emotion that I have, and just wake up, am I still going to feel like that tomorrow? And 10 out of 10 times, I don't. Because it's a new day. So there's another reason why you should, you should like sleep. The possibilities, yet again, are all out there for the taking. I'm alive, I'm healthy, I'm blessed. And it's a good reminder once once you wake up that you don't know what today has in store for you. But at least you got by another day and it's time to do some great things again. So I guess that's more so the 
spirit of the discussion, not necessarily, you know, the science and the heart of what I'm talking about, but still all positive things in regards to sleep. Still, it's very important. It matters and it really can impact a lot, whether you are sleeping a lot or not. So I guess this is just your reminder to do what you can and hopefully you can reap the benefits. And let's throw away those negative stereotypes, those connotations in regards to sleep because it's nonsense. Nonsense. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you all have a wonderful rest of your night and have a beauty sleep. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.